Hello, and welcome to Take 5 for Houston Real Estate. Buying, selling, renting, and financing tips from the pros. Hello, Andrew. Hello, good afternoon. How are you doing today? I am well. How about you? Good. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Take 5 for Houston Real Estate. Buying, selling, renting, and financing tips from the pros. And today I have Andrew Gresser with State Farm Insurance, and he's involved with pretty much all those folks. Uh, Why don't you jump in and give us a little update on uh, how you got into the insurance business? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. So thanks, Owen, for uh, for having me on. So uh, as you said, I represent State Farm. I've been in the industry a little over over three years now, and our office is inside the uh, inside the loop, so the major metropolitan area in, in Houston here. Um, and uh, gosh, why did I get into the insurance business? That's maybe a long story, but I'll tell you the reason. I'll give you the short answer, and uh, that the short answer is um, to be able to help other people. My our business is very relevant to obviously protecting folks from the risks of everyday life, and that's uh, that's what we pride ourselves on here. Yeah. What were you doing before State Farm? So before this, I was actually in the in the rental car world. Uh, it's been about 15 years with uh, with Enterprise Rent a Car, right out of school from Texas yep. A&M. That's right. Yep. 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 Um. Well, good. So I know you you probably deal with a lot of people that are buying and renting. I guess. So what 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 percent of your business is is homeowners, and what percent would be renters? Yeah, so um, percentage-wise, we're about 60-40 um, lopsided on the renter side, mostly just because of where we are located inside the loop. We've got a lot of, right. obviously, apartment complexes, but uh, um, a lot of young professionals in the area, so a few more renters than, than homeowners. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, how, and how do you get your business? Do you do a lot of networking or advertising or Google searches or what? Yeah, a lot of things. Uh, definitely, yes. Use um, the internet, obviously, in a number of different capacities. Um, but our biggest uh, referral source is, is from our existing customers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've taken care of for for some time and, and have referred other folks to us. So that's probably the yeah. case in a lot of businesses. But we do a lot of referral business. Yeah. Yeah. Says you do a good job. So good for you. Um, what would be a tip for uh, someone that's thinking about buying a house and something that would help them make their transaction a little smoother or prepare them for a, to avoid a pit hole or something? Yeah. So, well, as particular to the, uh, to the insurance side of things, there's really a lot of things for the buyer to think about. Um, but um, kind of some of those high points are when you're uh, in terms of looking at your insurance coverage to be sure to, to, um, consult with a reputable person with a reputable company who will kind of walk you through the process and customize things for you. Uh, there's a lot of differences in, in terms of um, homeowners insurance. Not all policies are created equal from things from the types of perils that are covered or excluded, right. you know, to uh, obviously coverage amounts or, you know, what happens come claims time. You know, right. example, you don't want to find out you don't have, flood insurance coverage once water starts coming into your home you know you probably want to know that beforehand um you know so things like that that uh um uh somebody who's well versed can kind of walk you through what what some of the differences are yeah 
So about what about homeowners in the Heights? I mean, uh, I lived up there for a while. And of course, you live in a place called the Heights, you don't think you're going to flood. I mean, did they do you still advise them to buy flood insurance or? Yeah, I, well, I'll tell you, I, I won't have a conversation with somebody without at least bringing it up and what the risk is, um, mm. you know, and, and the risk is based on what flood zone you're in. And that also depends, um, you know, um, constitutes what the premium is, too. So, you know, in, in the Heights specifically, there are a number of areas that are in a more risky flood zone than, than flood zone X, which is the least risky zone. So at least want to make sure folks know where they are on the map and, uh, you know, know what their homeowner's policy covers. And, and that is one of the very few perils that, that isn't covered. So mm-hmm. always want to make sure we're addressing that. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably need to know that before they put an offer on the house too. So. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And that's, I'm sure you see that in your process too, but you know, I have a, a customer I can think of that's close by our office here who's in flood zone X, who's flooded uh, now three times since Har- Harvey was the Ooh-hoo. first time, but flooded two times since. So, wow. you know, the, the risk is out there and not that that's <laughs> going to be the case for everybody, but you want to know those things in the, yeah. in the market for a home, what, what the area looks like. I guess you get to be their best friend then quite three times by now. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, you know, when the last time it happened, it's uh, the conversation as well. You kind of know how this process goes. <laughs> You're more of an expert on it than anybody. Yeah. Not, not that you want to be, but yeah. out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, what about, uh, what about for maybe a seller? What would uh, you suggest for a seller to insurance yeah the, the uh i mean several things when you're selling but the the thing that uh first comes to mind is really when it comes time uh for that seller to move um or if you're staging your home and have to move some of your personal property outside of your home maybe into a storage unit and just yeah. understanding how your your homeowner's policy uh covers in a situation like that uh, most companies if you move your things into storage for instance will cover them in that event while they're at um, while they're located in an off-unit uh, storage facility. Um, but there are some companies that do not. So definitely a question you want to ask. Um, again, you want to you want to know what that is up front so there's no surprises if, heaven forbid, something something does happen. Yeah, so what it would be, it was like someone that's moving from house A to house B, let's say both houses are covered. Um, which policy covers the, trans, the transfer of the of the goods or the furniture? Yeah, so good question. So uh, with State Farm, your homeowner's policy is gonna cover the amount that you have for your personal property or your things anywhere in the United States. Um, The exception of that though is if you're using a moving company and if your things are in the care, custody and control of someone else like that moving company, they're not covered during that time period. So, you know, I'm sure there's some coverage that they would offer during right. the actual physical move, but, but outside yeah. of that, no matter where they're, they're located, you should have coverage there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Never thought about that. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. about, uh, what about renters? What, uh, what, what's our issues for renters that uh, you can help with? Yeah. So uh, renters, um, things that they need to think about in a lot of apartment complexes, um, or if you're um, renting a house, will require renter's insurance is, is why a lot of people think about it. But mm-hmm. really, that policy covers really two big things. There's an element of liability there if somebody gets hurt or brings suit against you, things like that. But what's probably more important for the actual renter is the coverage for their things or their belongings that they have in their house or their, or their apartment. 
And the important thing to know there is uh, the difference between um, what full replacement cost means versus some sort of depreciated value or an actual cash value. Um, you know, for example, I have a, a customer probably two or maybe three weeks ago now, she had um, some very expensive handbags in a storage locker um, that were stolen. And she has full replacement costs, and so she is being reimbursed for the full amount of those as she purchases new ones. But had she not had a good quality policy, she'd be getting, you know, 20 or 30 cents on the dollar as to what those were actually worth. So, again, something else you don't want to find come, come claims time or, you know, when you're trying to replace belongings, you want to know what that is up front. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, all right. So that's a handful of tips. Anything else on your, your, uh, agenda list there for suggestions? Um, no, I don't think so. I guess the, the only other thing I would, I would reiterate is, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of folks out there who can help you with these things, but I always recommend, you know, um, if somebody handle, hands you a policy and tells you, Hey, here's what, here's what, uh, you owe me. That's probably not somebody you want to use. You want somebody who's going to be able to go through and customize things for you and get to know you and what your needs are before, you know, before you commit to anything. So, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that's good. I know that's a value right. uh, service you provide to people. Um, what's the best way to, to reach you? Yeah. So uh, you can uh, reach us at uh, Andrew Gresser sf.com or uh, our office number here is uh, 281-822-8850. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for being on the podcast and uh, I appreciate the, uh, the tips. I think our, our listeners will benefit. Very good. Thanks All for right. having me, Owen. Thanks, Andrew. Talk to you again. All right. Take care. Have a good afternoon.